0: so sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode. What's up, insiders? Happy Wednesday. I am senior veteran coach Aaron Darty calling in from. Austin, Texas. And today I am joined by veteran coach, Tony. Tony, if you don't mind, please give us, you know, introduce yourself. Tell the sure. tell, tell the veterans what brought you here to VACI.
1: Absolutely. Well, first of all, I am from Massachusetts. Go Patriots. Oh, did I say that? No, I'm here at uh, VACI because um, my dad was in World War II. Um, he was uh, in the Navy. And then he was a master sergeant in the Army during the Korean War. And um, my dad was my hero. And unfortunately he never lived to get um, the rating he deserved and he would have been eligible because he had so many conditions uh, from his in service, uh, military service. So um, I love working with the veterans they are wonderful and I love being of service to them. So I'm really excited to be here today and to be doing this with you, Aaron.
0: Me too, Tony, thanks for joining us today. All right, so before we get started with our topic, we would love to give you all a shout out. If you don't mind, tell us where you're dialing in from, tell us what branch of service you were in and what years you served. And why you guys do that, I'll just tell you really quick. I'm US Navy veteran, Aaron Darty. Um, so I served in the Navy from 2006 to 2009 and I am enjoying being here with you guys today. All right, MJ, what's mm-hmm. up? Thanks for joining us today.
1: Uh, Someone from Massachusetts that
0: just popped up. I saw that too. Yeah. Look, you you got your following here. (laughs) More Patriots fans.
1: No more Patriots.
0: JR, USMC, 89 to 93, San Diego. All right. Thank you. JT. What up, airborne? (laughs) SVC Doc T. Christopher. Christopher.
1: US Navy.
0: US Navy. All right. I'm not the only Navy person here today. Whoop whoop. Tampa, Kevin Florida. Key, U.S. Air Force. Thank you for your service.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Jacksonville, Bill, U.S. USA, Air Force. Of course. Right, Nice. Awesome.
1: Thank you. Darlene. Vonk.
0: Darlene. Wow. Arizona. Look at those years of service. Thank you. Wow. Wow. Yes. Thank you for All your right. Service. Solomon. There we go. Another Navy man. Another Navy. I'm not alone today. Oh. Uh-oh. There's the Marines.
1: <laughs> 96 <laughs> to 06. Thank you for your service.
0: Vogue. Oh. All right, 88, yes. 95. Welcome. Frisco, thank you for joining us. Living in Army, 70, Army, 72,
1: 77, and wow. 99. Hey, thank you for your service. Yep. Stacy wow. Allen.
0: Hey, hey. bombs coming. There we go. Army, Vietnam, Vietnam, Plano, Texas. Thank you for your service, thank brother. Candle. Welcome home. Warren, Albany, New York, US Navy. All right.
1: Another Navy man.
0: Florida, Army, Vietnam. Hey, thank you for your service, Randall. Welcome, brother. Jasmine, Army,
1: 2007,
0: 2011, South Carolina. Carolina, Welcome. Denver, Colorado. Uh Marines are coming out in full effect. Army Mm -hmm. Portsmouth, Virginia. All right, Andre, 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 thank you. Oklahoma
1: City. 82 to 86. Jeremy.
0: Jeremy, 99 to present. About to retire. Retire. Congratulations. Yeah,
1: definitely. Army. Oh, Zumi. Hi. Nice to see you
0: here. I know that name. Yeah. Montana, yeah. 88 to 96. There we yeah. go. Hey, JT's not alone. Right. Airborne in the house. hmm. US
1: Army, 1984. To 09. Thank you, Gary.
0: All right, on, Gary. Air Force, 94 to 99. US Navy, Navy Corpsman. Navy Corpsman, yes. Yeah, you guys <laughs> saved me all the time. There we go. Navy, More Navy Garrett. there. Right on. Lots of years of service. service,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Ricky Kimball, Ricky Kimball, Coach. No marine. What's
1: up? <laughs> Charlie Marshall, U.S. Army. Army,
0: five to ninety-eight.
1: Thank, thank,
0: thank you, you sir. Uh oh, Williams, you, eighty-six to two thousand six. Wow, wow, long time. Thank you.
1: Yeah, many years.
0: U.S. Navy. What's man. up, Warren?
1: Curly Williams, 82. To, wow. Wow. Curly.
0: Curly. It's amazing. Thank you.
1: thank you, sir.
0: Jeff, 92. Army. Thanks for joining us, Jeff. It's,
1: uh, 72 to 95. That's another long one. Wow. Right, thank, David, you. thank you. Thank you, David.
0: Doyle, 79. 79. Doyle 2003. Hey, hey. Thank you.
1: 79. Wow. That's when I graduated from high school.
0: <laughs> Jim. Look at Jim. Jim, Jim did 20 Jim, years in the Air Force. All wow, right. Thank you, man. Wow. All right. More Navy Sandra coming out. More. All right, Sandra. A lot of
1: Navy. I think you, hey, stacked, hey. you stacked the house or what?
0: They must have known no, 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 I was Navy. They had to come to support us, right? That's great. All right. Navy. Terry, Navy, ah, love it.
1: The Atlanta, 86. Wow. Many years, many years.
0: Lots of years. John, Marines, Kevin, Air Force. Thank you, everybody, for joining mm-hmm. us today. Thank you. Oh, Mitch, Army, 79 to 82. Welcome. Youngster Michael, there we go. Maybe, Navy, maybe. Vietnam vet. All right. Welcome home, brother. Let me put some knowledge. John Reed. <laughs> Jay Reed Jay is the house. Is <laughs> don't talk us up too well come on jerry yeah come on. the
1: pressure's on
0: <laughs> russell navy welcome Operation desert storm submarine force oh man that was one thing i didn't know if i could do when i was in the navy <laughs>
1: retired navy yeah
0: navy in the house reno nevada what's up natalie
1: oh, oh T Travis O. that's my yes that's my boss. <laughs> Corey, Army,
0: 94 to 2002. Thank you. Oh, Lord Belinda, is. love it. U.S. Navy.
1: 1987. Yes. Go
0: Navy. <laughs> 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 I'd say beat Army, but we've lost the last couple of years. So uh, 79
1: to 96. Thank you, Frank.
0: Paul, and 84 Paul? to 2004. Thank you for the service. Another Navy, man. Air,
1: Air Force.
0: Force. Air Force coming out strong today. Too bad Brian's not here for this. <laughs>
1: Memphis, also.
0: variety ET. Army 90, 2017. Wow.
1: Head right on. Thank you. Oh, Chuck. Marine Corps. Chuck.
0: 20 years, Chuck. Thank you. Corps, David, another Marine. 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 All right. William, Army William. 90 to 99. Another Army guy. Mm-hmm. Billy. Thank you. Oh, Marine. Oh, US Alex. Marine. Greg, Army, thank you. Uh Uh-oh, there's Brian. Hey, another Air Force vet. Thank you. Thank you for your service, sir. All right. So today, let's get into this. We are going to be talking about total disability for individual unemployability, also known as TDIU. So what is TDIU? TDIU is where it allows the VA to pay veterans at the compensation rate at the 100% rate, even though the VA has not rated their service-connected disabilities at that level. So if you're 60, 70, 80, 90% service-connected, One thing I know is the VA math does not add up the (laughs) way that it should. And so (laughs) total disability for individual unemployability is one of those ways that you can actually get compensated at the 100% rate, even though you don't have that combined rating. So a little bit about it. If you're unable to hold a job as a result of your service-connected disabilities, then that means substantially gainful employment. The VA does not consider odd odd marginal jobs as employment. So, um, one thing I would tell you with that is that you know if you're working part time, you know, struggling holding down a job, you know that that's that's what this means, right? So your current service-connected disabilities interfere with your ability to work a full-time job. Um, so, some things about how do you qualify, right? Um, to establish entitlement for total disability rating for compensation based on individual unemployability, the veteran must be employable, unemployable, so um, by reason of service-connected disability. So again, if you have an overall disability rating of 60% and you have one item that's rated at 60% or more, or you have multiple items with a combined rating of 70 or more with one item at at least 40%, you qualify potentially for TDIU. So let's talk about a little bit of the evidence that's required. So you must have evidence of one service-connected disability that meets the above scheduler requirements. You must prove that the service-connected disabilities or disabilities alone prevent you from getting or keeping substantially gainful employment. And this is due to the inability to perform um, due to either a mental health condition or physical conditions that you're dealing with. Um, So Tony, will you tell us a little bit about unemployable versus unemployed?
1: Absolutely, there is a difference. Um, First of all, to break it down, it's the question, are you capable of gainful employment, okay? So, a veteran may be unemployed and even have a history of unemployment from several jobs, but not be incapable of substantially gainful employment. Unemployment uh, can be due to economic factors, work performance issues, or other reasons, and not necessarily related to being unable to secure or follow substantially gainful employment due to a service connected disability. Um, So, for example, if a veteran may not be able to um, work because of a service-connected disability, an example like mental health—if uh, an individual can't sleep at night and they're they're awake all night and they have poor quality sleep and they're tired and they can't function at work—now um, that's an example of um, if it's service-connected to their you know PTSD. Um, <clears throat> and substantially gainful employment is. Um, Defined as employment at which non-disabled individuals earn their livelihood with earnings comparable to the to the occupation in the community, uh, according to the um, living wage, um, and that would be so at a hundred percent. You could receive when you receive your IU if you're granted it. You can make a hundred percent, which would be over three thousand dollars. The um, which is equitable to the scheduler, 100%. Okay. Perfect. Um, Yeah, and um, as far as a living wage, you know, they talk about competitive and not protective employment, um, which can be like a family business or a sheltered workshop. There are many companies that specialize in programs for veterans and also um, earnings exceeding the amount established by the U.S. Department of Commerce, which I mentioned in the Census Bureau with a threshold of 13,064, um, yep. And marginal employment is when a veteran's earned income does not exceed um, the amount of established by the Department of Commerce and the U.S. Census, Census Bureau, which is the 13064. I look at marginal employment as um, it's not being substantially gainful employed, for example, if you know how to cut someone's hair, right? You're a barber, and you, you know, just cut some hair on the side. Um, that would be marginal employment. You know, you're not working full time, you're not working part time. Um, so yeah, that's. So if you have any questions about that, just put them in the chat.
0: Perfect. My, you know. My, One thing I would touch on too, is that, you know, even though the VA says that you have to have one disability rating of 60% or more, two more combined service connected disabilities with at least one rated at 40% and the overall combined rating of 70 or more, you know, in certain cases, they do claim that if you have, if you need to be in the hospital often, that you may also qualify at a lower disability rating. And so, you know, if you think that you do, this is where I would tell you, get with your coach. And if you don't have a coach, Mm -hmm. you know, Get on vaclaimsinsider.com and sign up so that somebody can assist you with this. You know, there's some amazing benefits that come along with TDIU if you are granted it. Um, You know, there's the healthcare, the compensation side of it. You know, there's also the uh, education benefits. Um, You know, a lot of good stuff that come along because you get compensated at the 100% rate, you do have access to those things. So, you know, being compensated at the 100% rate for TDIU, you can qualify for VA dental care. Um, and, and so, you know, there's also the waivers for VA funding fees for home loans. And so, you know, there's a lot of good benefits to take advantage of in the event that you are granted TDIU.
1: And i like to mention, Aaron, that TDIU, it can be taken away only if the VA determines you're able to maintain sustained employment. Okay. So it also can be deemed permanent. Um, So TDIU is not protected. It's a temporary disability.
0: That is correct. And and, and one thing I would tell you is that when you're on TDIU, the VA on a yearly basis, they cross-reference your income with SSD. So they reach out to social security, get a, get confirmation of your income. And if you are making above the gross poverty level of income, what they do is they take away your IU and they reduce your benefits back down to what your combined rating was. So keep that in mind, especially if you, you know, if you get granted IU, you know, technically IU means that you're unable to work a full-time job. So you're not able to to work a full-time job while you're on you and still receive those benefits at the 100% rate. So that's a big thing to keep in mind, especially if you have, you know, plans on potentially going back to work later on down the road. Um, you know, again, it can be temporary and it can also be permanent.
1: And I've also noticed in um, some of the chats, I think it was the other day, they're asking questions about um, Social Security Disability Income. And it is one of the tips um, that I researched that it is encouraged to apply for SSDI, it can help your case applying for TDIU. Okay, okay. so you can you can have both. Um, yeah.
0: All right. Now, for TDIU, when you're filing the claim, you are filing for disability compensation. There are a couple of forms that the VA looks for. There's a 21-8940. Uh, that is for the veteran to fill out. So it asks about relevant work history, you know, when you became too disabled to work. And so this mm-hmm. is where you need to be able to provide all that information to the VA, make it easy for them to find it. There's also Form 21-4192. That's asking for information from your previous employer. Um, I've seen in the past that it is much easier if you're able to go to your employer and ask them to fill that out for you so that when you submit your claim, you have a fully developed claim for them. Um, otherwise, if they do not fill that form out, they would then send that form to your previous employer and ask that they fill that out on your behalf and send it back to the VA, which could potentially delay that process. So, you know, those two forms in conjunction with the 21-526-EZ is what is necessary to be able to submit for individual unemployability. When it comes to that, one thing I would tell you is that it is imperative to be able to talk to your provider about how your current conditions are affecting your ability to work a full-time job. So, They know how your symptoms are affecting you.
1: Mm -hmm. And also, um, if anyone has a question as far as back pay, the day the form is received is the effective date and the date the the veterans compensation starts, just so you know.
0: Perfect. Thanks for that, Tony. Yeah, so TDIU, again, if you're challenged being able to get to the overall 100% rate, it is a shortcut to get there. Um, it, it is still challenging, but it is doable. Um, and, and so this is something, again, where if you're considering trying to get compensated at the 100% rate, but you've struggled getting there overall, you know, reach out to your veteran coach or, or sign up as an elite member so that you can get some coaching on this and figure out what you need to do to be able to support your claim.
1: Yeah. And when I when I speak with my veterans, um, you know, I think that our identity is so connected to our career and our work. Right. And as veterans um, who took pride, um, you know, in their strength and their um, capability and then to come out of the military and, you know, have these conditions, um, you know, orthopedic, um, mental health and feeling like. Well, you know, am I eligible for this? You know someone deserves it more than I do. and um it's a real struggle, but um you know your conditions, if they impact you occupationally so much that you're not able to be um to work, you know and be productive in that in that sphere, I mean, that's just the reality, and that's nothing you know nothing to be ashamed of, you know.
0: Not at all, you know, and, and I'll be very honest, as a veteran myself who who struggles with mental health conditions, I've been challenged over the years in the workforce as well. Yeah. So, you know, that's something to keep in mind. Um, you know, a lot of us tend to think sometimes we we normalize our symptoms and think that a lot of this stuff is just coming with age. And and these are just things that we're dealing with. And and usually if you're service connected for a mental health condition, you know, understanding your symptoms will really help you determine if your symptoms are affecting your ability to work that full-time job. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So coach Tony, let's see if we can take some questions here. Yeah. All right. Andre, does the income level become effective after the award? So the income level, I'm sorry, I I don't understand that portion of the question. um, Because, you know, once you're rewarded TDIU, what they do then is they, you know, they start compensating you at the 100% rate. So from then on out, you know, even if you have an overall rating of 70%, you would still be compensated at the 100% rate.
1: Right, which is a little over 3000 for an individual
0: with no dependents or or, mm-hmm. or spouses. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: All right. Let's see. self employment
1: 1099. It's a good question. Um
0: So with that Michael, if you're employed, right, they they're going to ask you to to verify how much income that you received over the last 12 months. And so even as a 1099 self-employed mm-hmm. Um, you know, they'll ask you, especially they'll want to know how many hours a week that you work, how much time that you've missed due to your disability. So, you know, those are things to take an effect and, and your employment, your income would be counted there.
1: And probably can, can't exceed the 13,064, I would imagine. Huh? Yep. Take age into consideration.
0: Michael, here's one thing I've seen with this is that some veterans, even though they're they're quite young, have been able to justify how their symptoms affect their ability to work full-time jobs, and they've been granted service connection or, or the TDIU rating. Um, you know, when it comes to age, you know, kind of like what we were talking about, if you retired, retiring is different from being on, you know, being unemployable. So um, you cannot be unemployed to just qualify, you have to actually be unemployable. Oh
1: yeah.
0: All right, 8940 and uh, a 21-8940 George and the 21-4192. After initial denial, do I need an appeal or just a refile? As I am employed at the VA, I am missing lots of time due to service-connected stuff. Mm. So, Warren, this is where I tell you: if you've been denied, you know, being able to understand that denial letter will really help drive, you know, which route you need to go. Um, and that's where I would, you know, advise you to, you know, link up with a veteran coach if you don't have one, so that they can help you and assist you with that process.
1: And also, there isn't any limit on how often you can apply for TDIU.
0: So how soon can we apply? Because I just started receiving VA this month. So if your service-connected conditions are affecting your ability to you know, obtain and maintain substantially gainful employment, I, I would tell you that you can go ahead and do that now, as long as you have evidence. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's the key, right? The medical records the evidence
0: yep and, and that's why i say you know if you're if you're some if your conditions are affecting your ability to work a full-time job that's where i would say link with your providers make sure they know how these symptoms are affecting you how these conditions are um you know the va when they when they look at this it, it's all based on current service connected conditions. So, it, you know, if you're not service-connected for a back condition, but you're claiming that your back is the reason why you can't work,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's that's going to be an issue because the VA is going to go, well, you're not service-connected for that. So there's no tie between that service, you know, that non-service-connected condition and your ability to work or obtain substantially gainful employment.
1: Right. And also, um, you know, reasonable accommodations, you know, is there another job um, that's equitable that doesn't require the individual to stand or sit depending on the condition right
0: yep that's correct all right we appreciate your questions keep them coming can tdiu be changed to T at some point so kevin usually when you're granted tdiu the va ends up giving you that permanent and total rating Now, permanent and total for TDIU though, again, it can be a temporary disability, right? So if you go back to work, they can take that TDIU away. If they find out that you made more than the gross poverty level of income, they will take that away and reduce your benefits back to your your current service-connected rating. So Frank, this is where I tell you, you know, depending on your situation, um, especially if you know if you haven't worked since 2009 and it's related to your current service-connected conditions, I would tell you get with a coach and see if they would be able to assist you with answering those questions. You you potentially do qualify, um, you know, depending on what's going on and, and why you stopped working. So you know, definitely reach out and you know if you're not already a member, go to uh, VAClaimsInsider.com and get signed up
1: once you
0: get it so they review that every year and that's where they cross-reference it with social security's information and now if you report income above that gross poverty level before that time frame then they would you know they do ask you if you if you start receiving you know money more than the gross poverty level of income to let them know Mm -hmm. because at that time you no longer qualify yeah
1: great questions
0: Does Social Security disability affect TDIU?
1: What I know is that with SSDI, um, you are able to work a certain number of hours. And unlike TDIU, um, either you are totally disabled or you're not um, with SSDI. As far as impacting TDIU, It's not considered
0: income. Mm -hmm. It's not. So the social security is not considered actual income when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. All right. Is it common to get denied SSDI at 100% TDIU? robert i am not an ssd attorney um you know again it comes down to your ability to articulate and the va's ability to go through your records and verify that due to the current service connected condition that you're unable to sustain substantial gainful employment for tdiu purposes ssd is going to be a totally different Different. thing when it comes to your current disabilities
1: yeah it's totally different system so try to keep them separate because we're not we don't work for the SSA
0: johnny yes absolutely yes you can actually file claims now before you get off active duty so Mm -hmm. Um, you know, one thing I would say is congratulations on all your years of service and and happy early retirement. Um, we'd be happy to assist you with this process. Right. LeBrent, so this is where I would tell you. When it comes to filing all claims, right, it depends on whose desk it falls on, what their workload's like. Some of them go faster than others. Um, Some of them can take quite a little bit of time. It really depends on if all your evidence is squared away when you submit, if they have to go and request those records from your previous employers, or if they're having to verify things that you weren't able to put on those forms. Um, they, They will go back and forth with you at that point. So keep that in mind.
1: Yeah. Congratulations, Darlene. That's awesome. Improved in March.
0: Yes. So the VA, when you submit for the, for TDIU, the VA does take that claim and treat it like an increase. So they bring you in for C&P exams and they evaluate you for those current service connected conditions that you claimed are interfering with your ability to work full time. And so it's your, your job to be able to articulate that good job for you, Darlene.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's my
0: next that was denied next week. ET, this is where I tell you if you got denied and you have a coach, upload that denial letter for your coach so that they can review that with you and talk about the next steps. You know, I the VA is really good about denying claims. Um, you know, <laughs> I've experienced it quite a bit. So, you know, just because you got denied doesn't mean that you can't reapply for that and actually get that service connected.
1: And I can't reinforce enough the importance of continuity of care, right? Go to the doctors, continue going to the doctors. You know, sometimes individuals will get the rating, they'll get the diagnosis and the rating and stop seeing their doctor. And it's like, no, continue to see your doctor for follow-up.
0: Yes, that is imperative, you know, especially if you're trying to claim that your condition's, you know, making it hard for you to work. You want to make yeah. sure that your doctor knows that, you know, and if you're not seeing your doctor on a regular basis, make sure you're following up with those My Healthy Vet messages. Send those secure messages over. Let them know what's going on and how these these conditions are affecting you.
1: Yeah, compensation
0: payments. Uh, 100% yeah, schedule payments. Yeah. When when you're granted TDIU, the VA compensates you at the 100 rate, even though your overall rating is not 100. Right.
1: So,
0: so each veteran in that situation can potentially make a little bit of different money if they have dependents, you know, spouses, things like that. Mm-hmm. So you know, dependent parents. So keep that in mind too. Yep.
1: Yeah. Great questions. You have TDIU.
0: All right. So after you get the TDIU, Belinda, that's usually where they, you know, you're you're granted TDIU, right? And if you got that permanent total rating, unless you're submitting for, you know, increases for those conditions, you know, usually the VA is not going to bring you back in for another C&P exam. Not to say that they won't, but. (laughs) How
1: do I get you as my coach?
0: E.T., sign up. When you sign up, when you go to the website, we've actually got a list of the coaches there. And, and so you have the ability to try to, you know, scroll through and see who's all there. And, and if you need some assistance, we're always here for you. Go to vaclaimsinsider.com. Sign up as an elite member. So, Angie, this is where they need to verify how your current service-connected conditions are affecting that ability to work full time, right? So, even though you just had a C&P exam, they will bring you back in. They want to—they want to be able to hear from you how these conditions are affecting that—that that ability to work. Appreciate the questions, everybody. Keep them coming. Sorry.
1: Vocational no, unfortunately, Angie, we do not have access to vocational experts at this time. <laughs> Although, you know,
0: there's a, there's a lot of different people especially if you're trying to utilize voc rehab through the VA. Um mm-hmm. I used voc rehab when I was, you know, after I got out of the service. So, you know, there are voc rehab specialists at the VA that you can talk to about these 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 situations. i my VA provider, but she will not take me out of work even though I struggled day to day working. working so warren here's where i tell you um you know if you're reporting these complaints to your provider um you know technically if your doctor is not willing to write a statement for you that you should be able to take time off work you know making sure that everything's documented so again those my healthy vet messages right um I, when i go to my doctor and i see them in person i go look through my blue button report not all of the stuff we talked about always shows up there so that's where i'd mm-hmm. say follow up with those my healthy vet messages try to ask those hard questions um, and, and see what the response is in writing. All right. I think that's all the questions that we had for now. So, uh, again, you know, if you're filling out the forms for TDIU, there's going to be the 21 8940, the 21 4192. And the VA's form for compensation and pension, the 21526 526 ez You know, one thing that I really appreciate with the, the VA doing TDIU is the fact that, you know, it, again, as hard as it is to get an overall, overall combined rating of 100%. For those veterans that are sitting at sixty with that one service-connected disability rating, or seventy percent with two or more, with one rated at forty percent or more or higher, you know that's the that's where the VA's VA kind of made it a little bit easier to try to get compensated at the hundred percent rate. Um, you know, some veterans really do struggle with getting back into the workforce, and so you know because of their conditions, and so you know, especially when it comes to like mental health or physical conditions that affect your ability to sit, stand for long, prolonged periods of time. You know, being able to articulate those symptoms to your provider is gonna be key for you and making sure that you have evidence on record when the VA is gonna come back and go through all that information because they'll go through your medical records. They'll look through and see, have you had these conversations with your doctor or not? So it'll be imperative for you to make sure that you're documenting everything.
1: And as Erin mentioned earlier, if you have hospital stays for any period of time, um, make sure that all of that is noted and documented because, on rare occasions, um, if you are hospitalized for periods of time, um, it's easier to obtain the TDIU.
0: Yep. And when you're filling out those forms, fill them out completely. Do not leave those boxes unfilled, right? The one thing that you don't want is the VA to come back and say that you're missing information and have to resubmit those forms. So, you know, when you're completing all this information, make sure that you go ahead and and get all of it documented, complete it all in detail, and then submit that to the VA. Belinda, just because they take it away doesn't mean you can't reapply, um, especially if your circumstances have changed. You'll just have to be able to articulate that you were not able to obtain and maintain that substantial and gainful employment.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. right. Great
1: questions.
0: Great questions, everybody. We really appreciate you all asking questions and getting getting the good good details out of this this time that we have with you today. And I think somebody said, Alex, you said that you were on mute. And so for Belinda's question, if you do become gainfully employed after being on TDIU, the VA will reduce your benefits back to your original award. And what you can do is go ahead. And if something happens with work and you're not able to continue working full time and, and you have the ability to articulate that, you can go ahead and reapply for tdiu
1: yeah that's a nice feature of it
0: so michael age is not necessarily a factor when it comes to this um i see so you said that you're 73. i used to work with a lot of vietnam vets that worked way past retirement age and so um you know it, Age has nothing to do with it. You know, if you're if you're working and past retirement age and you're having issues because of your conditions, that's where you can, you know, if you stop working as a result of them, yeah. you can potentially qualify for TDIU. Where do you ask questions? Pop them in the chat, Facebook user. If you go ahead and send a message, uh, send a, put your t- question in the chat, we can pop that up on the screen for you and answer that question. I love the questions y'all are asking. They're they're great questions for everybody to be able to get some good information. Bo oh, TDIU is because you can't, can't work. work. So if you're granted TDIU and you go apply for a job and you get hired, and you're making more than that gross poverty level of income, that's where the VA is going to cross reference that with Social Security disability, and you would potentially and you're going to have your TDIU taken away. So at 40%, you can, no, so you need to have a disability rating of 60% or more for one item or two or more items service connected with at least one of the, at 70% or higher with at least one of those rated at 40%. Great question. Andre, I have seen veterans that have reached retirement age that still get TDIU. Great question. So for, and for that one, that's where I would tell you if you're on TDIU and you're trying to go to 100% overall, you would either have to qualify for that based on your current service-connected disabilities and those symptoms or any secondary conditions that you're submitting for. So you can get an overall combined rating of 100% from TDIU. I, I would recommend getting with a coach and getting a good strategy going for you. Alex yes so when they remove TDIU that PNT rating goes away oh, and you're back to the 90%, 90% overall Yeah so that would affect you know so all those additional benefits the education benefits champ VA you know those benefits that you're getting at TDI at the TDIU rate you know once you once they remove that those those benefits go away as well so um, you know for anybody that's on it keep that in mind too Yeah
1: something to think about definitely
0: nope you would need to get that if you can get that 30 up to 40 cool. or higher or you know see if you've got any wiggle room in some of your other service connected disabilities i would also tell you if you have not already linked with the coach and see if there's a potential secondary condition that's related to your current service connected conditions that you can get over 40 percent because again at 70 percent, you have to have at least one item rated at 40 percent or more Michael, yes, the VA loves to come back and get their money if they <laughs> overpay us. So, if if they verify that you were back to work and you didn't inform them and you were receiving the IU rate for several months and before they catch it, they would come back to you for that difference. Yeah, the VA likes to get their money back. Alex, that is correct. So um, Mm -hmm. if you lose TDIU, it does not affect your overall ratings for those individual disabilities. Great question. SSI is social, so SSDI is Social Security Disability Insurance, right? Yep. I
1: hear some questions in here. Um, Oh, there we go. If neck neck and back pain with sciatica prevent me from sitting six hours plus, does this qualify if I retire due to chronic pain? I'm at 70%. If all related to combat, does my service pay CRSP in addition to TDIU?
0: So CRSP is completely separate from the compensation. So, you know, if you're getting a CRSP, then you would get, get that as well as the 100%. Um, you know, if, neck and, if you're able to articulate how the neck and back pain caused you to retire early for some reason, you know, that's something that you can potentially be able to get the TDIU for. And so, again, if you're at 70%, you have to have at least one item rated at 40%. Great question, CT. Mm-hmm. Off of you. So, it, it's not necessarily that they give you another CNP exam, Belinda, when you come off TDIU. It's when you're going trying to go on it, right? So, they want to be able to verify how those conditions are affecting your ability to work. So, they bring you in, they ask you about those conditions. And so what they're doing is they're reevaluating your current service-connected conditions that you're claiming affect your ability to work. So, You know, when you're going in for that, if your condition's improved a little bit, then you may potentially get reduced. If it's gotten worse, you may be able to get an increase on those conditions as well.
1: Jeremy is asking, uh, what if you are rated at 70% PTSD for one item? Is it harder to get TDIU because they didn't find you 100%?
0: Jeremy, mm-hmm. even at 70% for PTSD, you don't have to be. So this is where it, it comes down to it, right? If, you, if you're having difficulty getting to that overall rating of 100%, having that one item at 60% or more means that you qualify. You just have to be able to you know, prove that, that those symptoms of PTSD are affecting your ability to work.
1: Right. And that's the key, guys. Yeah. Um, how you're impacted by your condition occupationally and the severity of your symptoms. So if they prevent you from working a substantial gainful employment, then you're eligible regardless of, you know, if you're below the hundred percent.
0: Yep. What weight does the VA give to medical or psych DBQ where they state impact on an unemployability? So Angie, this is where I would tell you all evidence that's submitted to the VA is taken into account when you're submitting for claims like this. Now, there's a difference between the impact on employability and your, your inability to actually be employed. And so depending on if they're saying that you're struggling at work, making sure that they know how those symptoms affect you is what's really key in terms of the documentation there. Great questions.
1: Mm-hmm. This is our responsibility. Um, yes, absolutely. Thank you. It Belinda, is, Linda, questions. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And if you VA don't, VA it'll can... catch up to you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah that's where you don't want to create that, <laughs> that back pay, right? The the, the overage payments and payments and where the VA is going to ask you to, to go ahead and pay them back. So <sighs> yeah. definitely report um, it, mm-hmm. and, and, and let them know.
1: I can apply
0: before you can you go for 100%. Yes. Yes, you yes, can a- yes. you can apply for TDIU before mm-hmm. you go for 100% PNT. That is correct. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you, Lorraine.
0: Yeah, and if you're on TDIU, you can always try to mm-hmm. submit additional claims to get 100% overall. Robert, there's certain criteria for getting your dependent parents added, and so, you know, with that, you know, it, it's just being able to verify that the information is accurate in terms of, you know, how much you support them and things like that. So, you know, again, there's there's certain criteria that the VA looks for to add a dependent parent. Um, it, it's not an age thing, and so um, if you're in the process of getting TDIU, I wish you luck in that journey. Jeremy, thank you. thank you for joining us. Hopefully this information has been very mm-hmm. beneficial to you all. We're loving these questions, though. Keep them coming. Great questions from everybody. Angie, yes, you can provide statements with your forms. You can always submit a statement and support a claim with a, for a disability claim especially when it comes to TEIU, you know, that statement and support of claim is your ability to articulate what's going on and how these conditions are affecting you. So, you know, I definitely you can submit those.
1: Mm-hmm. Good question from Angie. How does VA take into account vets education if it is specialized and you cannot do that specialized work anymore? Example, computer science degree with chronic migraines. So Angie, are you actually, um, performing an occupation in which um, you're doing computer science work and the chronic migraines are impacting you or is it you're in you're in school i guess i don't there's more clarification on that that'd be great 70%
0: 70% service connected, right leg amputation. How to proceed with medical records for TDIU. So, Facebook user, I would tell you if you are not signed up already, link with VAClaimsInsider.com, sign up in as elite member so that you can get a coach to help you obtain all the medical evidence that you'll need to be able to submit for TDIU. Yeah. Really good questions, guys. Great questions. Let's see if you can show you couldn't progress in your career, miss many days each month of work. Is that good? Beginning claim for TDIU or do you actually need to be unemployed? So, again, being unemployed and being unemployable right are two completely separate issues. Just because you're unemployed doesn't mean that you qualify for TDIU. It means that you're unemployable. So keep that in mind.
1: I should get statements from family, friends, etc. Absolutely.
0: Yes. Definitely. Right. Statements and support a claim. Those those buddy yep. letters. Buddy they letters definitely help.
1: Lay uh, witness statements, everything. No? Yep. The more evidence you can provide, the better. Make a strong case.
0: All right. So we're coming up on the hour. Already? You know, already. I know, right, Tony? It went by so fast, didn't it? <laughs> I told you. So, um, you know, just a quick little, little plug for some of the classes that we offer. Um, If you are signed up, you can join us for 8 a.m. Central time, Monday through Friday with coffee with the coaches and ask all the questions that you have and and get some additional questions answered about anything that you're looking for. Um, Next week, the Facebook live at 11 a.m. Central time will be on what is an intent to file and how to file one. Mm. Do not miss out. I want oh, to and thank everybody.
1: Today, oh, go ahead. I bought it. Also, today we have uh at 3 p.m. Central the women's group.
0: Yes. Thank yes. you, Tony, for plugging that. 3 p.m. Central Time, women's group Wednesdays. Do not miss that. Coach Tony will be there and it'll be an amazing class for all the female veterans out there. Um Again, I just wanted to thank everybody for joining us today. Thank you for taking the time out in the middle of your day to be here with us and get your questions answered. Hopefully, you learned some good information. Again, we appreciate you all. Thank you for your service. Thank you. If you're looking for a veteran coach, VAClaimsInsider.com. Go ahead and sign up. Um, get squared away, and we'll get you taken care of.
1: Thank you so much, everyone. It's been an Thanks, honor. Everybody.
0: Bye. Bye.